Welcome to the Might Sound Wild podcast. I'm Ron Wayne Scott. And I'm April Loyal. And this week we are going to talk about something that we're both very familiar with because we've done it ourselves a few times, and that is reinventing yourself. And we'll talk about how to go about reinventing yourself and if it's really time to do that. And we'll talk about all that coming up. Hey guys, make sure you're checking out our shop. We're always adding new goodies there, and we have coffee mugs and keychains incredible sweatshirts that everybody is always raving about. Also, we have some presets there and we're constantly adding new presets to the shop. So just make sure you visit mightsoundwild.co. Hey guys, it's Brianna LaCosta. I'm the social media manager for Mountainscape, Shore Shooters, and Might Sound Wild. I want to invite you to stay connected with us. We post regularly and we want to see you interact with us. You can find Shore Shooters and Mountainscape through Instagram and Facebook. You can follow Might Sound Wild on Instagram and subscribe on YouTube. Okay, if you listened to us last week, which I really hope you did, um, we talked about success and how sometimes I think that that we all measure ourselves by the definition of success maybe that society tells us or our family and friends, and we kind of get trapped in that. And I thought if you listened to that and a light went off in your head that you are definitely um, doing that, Maybe you also thought, am I even putting out the kind of work, and I'm kind of talking to photographers here, but this can apply to anyone. Am I putting out the kind of work that I want to put out, or am I trying to keep up with everyone? Yeah, defining success by your own meter, but also determining who you are as a professional uh, by your own meter, which is kind of what we're talking about this week. Yeah, I think if a, if a light went off for you last week that you could perhaps be doing that, I think a lot of us are doing that. And some of us don't realize it, and some of us have that realization. And I think if that's you, then you might consider reinventing yourself, as we're calling this episode. It might be time to yeah. establish what it is that you want to to do, what you what kind of work do you want to produce. And now, if that's the case, how do you go about switching from doing everything that you've been doing, which is keeping up with the popular Instagram photography posts to putting out the kind of work that you want. Even I do have some friends who are not necessarily marketing themselves in the world of photography, but they do care about Instagram in case they can be, you know, I hate to use that word influencer, but it is what it is. It's not a negative word. If it means bringing home money, you know, because you're getting paid for posts, then it's not negative, right? So So some people, I think, um, care about that a lot, but they feel like they are just doing what's trending and they might want to reinvent themselves as well. So uh, whether it's your career or whether it's in a personal way um, and not just in Instagram and after the break run, and I definitely wanted to talk today about reinventing yourself just as a person in general, it has nothing to do with your career, but we'll start with our career and uh, let's just talk about some steps, I think. Because I feel like I've had to do this a few times. Um, yeah, you have. You have reinvented yourself a few times. Yeah, I've, I felt like it's because of this these steps that I'm just talking, or the, it was because of the realization that I was just talking about, like where I'm going along, going along, and then all of a sudden I realize, wow, this isn't really, I've gotten away from what I want. You know, I've gotten away from the kind of work I want to produce. Yeah. Or it's not that you are trying to keep up with trends so much. Sometimes, sometimes it's just that, you um, have grown stagnant. And we've talked so much about creativity in this podcast over the the year that we've been 
talking. There's so many episodes where we're talking about how we keep our minds sharp and creative. So sometimes what happens, I think, is that you're going along and doing what pays your bills, essentially, like why you think you've gotten booked. And then you all of a sudden wake up and go, oh, wait, none of this is creative anymore. None of this is outside of the box. None of this is, um, or your style changes. Oh my goodness. That is something that really definitely happens every few years, maybe for a lot of us. Oh yeah. Our, our style completely changes and we don't want to, and I've gotten this question a few times. How do I switch my editing style? I want to get away from what I'm doing. Is it going to look weird or bizarre if I just, is it, um, bad for my career if I just start editing differently. So let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I um I think that there is always ways to reinvent yourself and that you can do whatever the heck you want. I think there's no rule. Exactly. Haven't we talked about this too in um even in our old podcast episodes we were trying to help people with photography in general, like the manual podcast settings, you know, the yeah. manual photography. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, throwing the rule book out a lot because I think that is where we we start. The problem we start with is that we're kind of in our heads about what has to happen, especially when it comes to branding. We all get overwhelmed that if I'm going to change my editing style and I'm going to switch up my brand and my style, I have to, you know, change my website, change the wording, change the colors and font and style. And then I have to present it this way on Instagram and I have to start posting this way. And what happens when you start thinking like that is you get so overwhelmed at the big task of reinventing yourself and you want to do it correctly and you want to do it in a big way and it freezes you up and you don't start taking the steps. You don't just oh, yeah, start definitely. to switch up your style. So I think always start by creating yourself a mood board. You know, a lot of us go to Pinterest to do that. But what I've done recently in trying to reinvent myself is I went back to my own work instead of going to Pinterest to other people's work, which I think is a good idea still. I'm saying this is an alternative. I went back through my um, online proofing galleries way back and I started looking at my old work in a way going, hey, this was really good. Or maybe I just need to re-edit a few of these. You start to see, because I think if you're like me as a photographer, you'll send a gallery, send yourself to your phone, your favorite photos, and never look at that gallery again. So you've sent yourself five or six photos from a 500 gallery, you know, yeah. and you're forgetting that there were shots that at the time didn't look like a big deal to you. But now you're seeing it in a different light. Like maybe, maybe you already once were doing something that kind of would go in with this new reinvention of yourself. Yeah. So I think um, take a look back at that. And, you know, if you need to spend some time re-editing, start letting it get a plan, you know, look at your Instagram, get a plan. Is there a way to start throwing this in there? Um, say you wish that you were, you know, a travel blogger. Well, do you have something that you can throw in amongst all of your wedding stuff that talks about traveling? Do you have a plan? Can you make a reel? of your favorite Airbnb? Can you do one thing that gets you going in the direction for now and see the response, like gauge the response with that and how that's looking, you know, with your style? Um, so I, th I think that um, getting a mood board, whether it's someone else's work or your own work, is a big step. And then I think the next thing yeah. to ask yourself is, um, do you need help? 
Like, do you need to bring in any outside help with creating yeah, this Yeah, sometimes you're going to need to do that. Yeah, like a lot of times if, if you do need different branding and you're not a graphic designer or you don't understand how to work things like Canva, stuff like that, who do you know that can? And whose style do you admire in right. that way when you reach out to them? Or if you say you're trying to get into a wedding business or different types of weddings, is there a coordinator in your area that you can reach out to and say, I do not have enough work that's going in the direction that I want to, to pursue. Can we style a shoot together? Or yeah. um, say you're going like the, the travel blog example, like do you need to reach out to someone, an Airbnb that you really want to stay at? Do you really want to say, Hey, can I photograph your Airbnb? You know, so, th you know, when I say, do you need help? I mean, is there, are there people in the direction you're wanting to go that it's, that can think, help you get there? You know, um, yeah. I'd okay. say that's the second step. So we've got, we've got a mood board, we've got our new vision and we've got next, we're reaching out for help. And then I think the, I think the biggest last thing is to accept the fact that you're, you're there, you're going to be there. You need to change your mindset is what I'm trying to say. It's, it's going to happen. Don't sit there and um, worry about the uh, big daunting picture, you know, the big thing and, and just go ahead and kind of visualize yourself already there. I know that that is a huge sports psychology analogy is like visualizing things. And it's real. I mean, it really is. When I, when I was an athlete or when I worked out all of that, it was, it was, it sounds kind of silly, but it totally works visualizing yourself doing things. So I think the same, the same for your career or for anything even creative or artistic is visualize yourself already doing those things. And then maybe take note of what it is that you're doing. Like th when you're visualizing yourself, what is it that you're doing that that's putting you in that line of your new success where you've reinvented yourself? What are you doing differently than you're doing now? Yeah. And I, I think that's, I think that's just as important to note. Um, and of course, it doesn't hurt when thinking of all of this. It never hurts to try and get in the mindset of who are the clients you're trying to reach out to now. So if reinventing yourself means you're changing a career path, what are those consumers? I think as far as reinventing yourself, I think you have to accept it as a necessity if you want to stay relevant. We talk about this with our businesses all the time, you and I, about keeping our businesses relevant. And if you don't reinvent yourself every few years, you're going to become irrelevant. If I hadn't reinvented myself since I've been in the photography business, I would be irrelevant right now. Oh, because definitely. if I was still doing this all by myself without all of these young photographers that are shooting for us now, I would be irrelevant. Uh, same for me. I've definitely, I mean, if you look back on your career from where you started, <laughs> I think all oh, of yeah. us could say, thank God we changed or we, you know, switched up what we were doing. And that does require reinventing yourself. It sounds like a big thing, like, oh, I'm reinventing myself. Sometimes that's small things, like completely changing your approach, um, changing how you handle customer service, um, changing, you know, response time. Like maybe, maybe you're someone who can be a little bit, you know, I, I don't want to say irresponsible or lazy because those words are negative, but like that was me before. So I'll, I'll go ahead and claim it and say there were times where I would forget to respond to clients. You know, I think I've told my story oh, on sure, here before. Sure, sure. Uh, when I met yeah. you, it was just such a godsend because you, that was the stuff that you were always on top of. So 
maybe you're the kind of photographer that is laissez-faire in your responses. And you're like, I am reinventing myself. Now I am professional. I'm going to handle the business side of things um, more professionally. That could even involve things that we hate like taxes. And, you know, I'm going to be set up this year to be prepared for taxes. I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to be more organized. There's so many different ways when it comes to business that we can reinvent ourselves and become a different person, a person that we didn't think we were capable of. And, you know, that, that definitely means a lot more than just the way you're presenting yourself, um, you know, on your website and through Instagram and through your brand, it can also be the way that you're handling things behind the scenes. So we want to encourage you to dream that you can reinvent yourself. Um, our podcast is always, uh, Ron and I sitting here, pushing and championing you guys and hoping that you will dream big and do big. So I think, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lot more than just business though. Right. We were going to talk about after the break, definitely talk about how that affects your personal life as well. Yeah. What, one other thing I want to point out about, uh, reinventing yourself as far as a business goes. And I, I use this example all the time when I'm talking about business, because I think it's a, perfect example of uh, somebody really dropping the ball as far as running the business. And that is the story of Blockbuster Video. Because uh, Blockbuster Video, they once upon a time had the opportunity to buy this little startup called Netflix. And Mm -hmm. they just didn't want to do it. They just didn't think it was a good investment. If they would have bought that little startup and reinvented themselves, they'd still be relevant today. Yeah, they missed so, an opportunity. So that's, <laughs> yeah, so there you go. There, you have to reinvent yourself every once in a while or you're going to become irrelevant. Yeah, you have to be open-minded All right. to it. Too. All right, well, let's take a break here and we'll be right back and uh, talk more about reinventing yourself on the Might Sound Wild podcast. If you're enjoying the Might Sound Wild podcast, we'd appreciate it if you'd leave us a rating and review. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you'll get a notification every time we release a new episode. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Might Sound Wild. Okay, so now we've definitely talked about reinventing yourself um, in a way that has to do with your business and your career. But I think it's also important to note that in your personal life, you can do this as well. Oh, yeah. There's so many ways to look at it. Like, I'm sure there's something in life that you kind of visualize yourself doing, but think it's impossible. And I think, um, it sounds silly. It's like a small thing for me, but when we moved home and I successfully grew a ton of tomatoes this year, hey, your tomatoes like did really good. They did. I felt like I was a different person. Like I didn't think I was capable of doing that. So that seems like a small thing, but it's also changing a lot about it. It, it makes you think you are capable of things that you didn't think you were. And I know yeah. this really applies for your life now, Ron, because... Oh, definitely. And this is... A, now, since I've known you over the last 11 years or however long, you have done this more than once. Oh, I because have. Because I watched you um, in your personal life start venturing out to get... Um, remember when you were first going to... You got a van before you even... And it yeah. didn't work out. Yeah. Um, it wasn't worth it. And you, I remember one time you drove all the way to Arizona. To get, I did. Um, Actually drove to Arizona to get that van. That's the van. Okay. I thought yeah. so. And it didn't work out, but you were making steps toward, um, you probably didn't know at the time, but being a full-time RVer. 
Right. And right. You were hanging on to your rental house and you had a kind of big house for a single guy. Didn't yeah. need all the space. And I watched you like kind of in your, something shift in your brain. Like, you know what? I'm not going to pay rent. And, you know, I remember yeah. watching that process. Oh yeah. And, and then you were doing that. You were living full time in an RV. In an RV for mm-hmm. about five years. Moving around, going wherever you needed to go for business yeah. or for fun. Exactly. Um, I, I mean, I remember watching you make those reservations at like pop the more popular state parks like Great Beach and stuff and having to jump on there and get them really fast if you wanted to be somewhere for a week. Yeah, and, exactly. I mean, that was your life because if you didn't do that, if you didn't make those reservations, you wouldn't have a place that you'd be putting your RV in Walmart parking lot or something. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so you lived like that. And that to me is something I admire because I dreamed of being that kind of person one time, but I never took steps like that. I never yeah. actually made something like that happen. I think a lot of people were dreaming of kind of being these, you know, um, especially if you work from home, especially if you're a photographer, like living on the road like that, you can go wherever the work is. You don't have financial burdens at, you know, at home. And yeah, and really that was kind it. of the. That was kind of the mindset behind me doing that because when I started doing the full-time RV thing, that was when Shore Shooters was starting to expand into other areas. And it was just, um, I, I just wanted to be able to work from any of the areas that we were in. And because yeah. um, before I had the RV, I was having to stay in hotels and it was just like, okay, I'm going to go to South Carolina, but I'm only going to have one full day to spend there because the hotels are expensive. So I need to get there, do what I need to do, and then get back home. But with the RV, then it was more like, okay, I can take my time and uh, have some time to explore around the area, maybe venture out and see if we can find some new areas to get into. And so that was that was sort of the idea behind that. I know. And I loved it because you could stay gone longer. Exactly. Um, you, yeah, I just, well, I mean, when we comfortable sleeping in your own bed. <laughs> right, be- right before we started Mountain Escape, I spent five weeks in Tennessee, staying at a campground in Tennessee, just doing research on uh, getting started with this new business in Tennessee. Yeah, you're like, I live here now. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to spend five weeks in hotels in Tennessee. That would have cost a fortune. Especially not whenever you're paying rent or a mortgage back in another place. It just, it was exactly, exactly, exactly. I had no obligations uh, to pay rent on a house or anything like that. My house was with me. And I want to, okay, before we switch to the next thing that you've done, I want to point out, guys, that it's not just a simple thing that we say, oh, that's so cool, Ron, that you went and lived full time in an RV. No, that's it's it's more complicated than that because remember before the break we were talking about if you want to reinvent yourself, visualize yourself doing yeah. these things. Yeah. I remember thinking one time, it's so cool that Ron's doing this. I wonder if I could do this. And I started visualizing myself pulling something like you were or having a big van. We'll travel. Yeah. Yes. Hooking up, I started visualizing myself doing the things that you were doing, like hooking <laughs> up to the power, hooking up to the water, um, reserving the places I was going, making the miles to get, you know, because I, I thought if I was going to do this, I was going to live like all over the country, of course, um, which was not to come, you know, that did not come to pass. Yeah. But I was visualizing myself and it scared me enough to make me realize that I'm not cut out for it. 
you did it. And I know that was foreign to you. I know backing up a, a, an R-pod into a slot and hooking it up to the things wasn't like, oh, this is so easy and natural to me. You had to figure it all out. I did. I did. I had to figure it all out. Uh, And I'll tell you, as far as making the reservations, you have to be, you kind of have to have my kind of brain to to do that, to make those reservations because you have to, you have to stop and think, okay, where am I going to be next month? And if I'm going to go to this place next month, I need to go ahead and make that reservation now. So you have oh to be God. a you have to be a very detailed numbers <laughs> planning type of person. Oh my God, my and, worst nightmare! I would and, waste so uh, much yeah, time yeah, do, uh, in my mind. April, honestly, I think uh, if you would have done that, I think you would have probably ended up spending a lot of nights in Walmart parking lot. <laughs> I'd be having to call my mom. Can I pull up my um, <laughs> travel trailer thing to your yard? I messed up again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not easy. But after you did that for so many years, then, you know, at, we've told your story a few times on here, yeah. how you came to the conclusion that you would buy back your uh, grandpa's farm. Yeah. And before we recorded this episode, I said, I bet, I bet you never thought that you would be owning a farm. I can't call you a farmer, but I'll say that you own a farm. I do and own a farm. Said, yeah. And you said, well, when I was a little kid, I did think that. And then as an adult, I thought that wasn't possible. So what made you take steps to say, I, I'm gonna, I can do this? Well, I think kind of what prompted it was maybe the RV thing kind of made me want to have something that was mine. Because I was always living, the, the five years that I was in the RV, I was living in, uh, renting a small spot for a week or two weeks or however long I decided to stay there. I was renting this very small spot. And I think five years of doing that sort of made me want to have something that was mine. And of course, the changes in the business uh, with having uh, an office staff now and me not being a photographer, because I stepped away from doing photography uh, quite a few years back and just decided to focus on the business. So didn't have to be a photographer anymore. Got a staff, uh, office staff doing the scheduling and all that kind of stuff. And it was just, I need a hobby. Mm-hmm. And so buying a farm sort of became my hobby. And also, I mean, I'm 52 years old, so I'm starting to think about retirement and what I'm going to do during retirement and mm-hmm. having some land to just really give me something to do without the pressures of making money on it um, sounded really fun to me. And, yeah. and then of course there was the, the history with it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it was my grandparents farm when I was a kid, grew up all over this farm, just uh, riding go-karts and doing all kinds of fun stuff. And it was just sort of fun to think of having all that back again. Yeah. Yeah. You had a little history with it, which I think helps a lot. Yeah. It wasn't like a foreign yeah. concept. You didn't like grow up in a big city and then no, only have city life and then all of a sudden change your mind and go, I'm going to be, I'm going to live out rural with all this acreage. That would be a little bit harder to transition to. But the whole point of this podcast and episode is to say that you can do that. Yeah. And, do that. and be open to it. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't just accept that where you are is where you're going to be for the rest of your life. Because people change over the years. 
Um, as we were talking about before we started the podcast, I grew up on this farm. I loved being in the country when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And then in my teenage years, teenagers want to be where the excitement is. Mm -hmm. That's, that's just all teenagers. And so I wanted to get away from the country when I became a teenager and I wanted to do something other than being a farmer. And so, um, got into the radio business. And when I first got into the radio business, I had these big dreams that I was going to end up being a famous New York or Los Angeles or somewhere like that big city radio personality. Yeah. And so that's where I was in my late teens and early twenties. But now here I am in my fifties and I don't even want to think about living in a big city. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, I think we all like yeah, I think we all come full circle at some point where we yeah, change so, what we want. So that's the point I'm trying to make here is be willing to accept the fact that you're going to change over time. And that you can embrace something that you didn't think you could do. Like, you know, before we go, I'll give a couple of practical examples of that. If you're someone who's uh, never taken a yoga class, but it's you're itching to, but you think you're not cut out for it, try it. If yeah. you are someone who's never moved out of the city that you grew up in or the township because it's, but you always have thought you wanted to, you, you know, what, what, what's holding you back? What's making you think it's impossible? Because the truth is, is you will always regret not trying it and you can yeah. always come back. You can you always, can always go. Well, and that's, and that's kind of your story too. You, it is, uh, yeah. you, you spent the first, what, 36 or so years of your life mm -hmm. in Baldwin County, Alabama, and mm -hmm. you wanted to get away from there. You got away from there. You moved to Knoxville for a while. Then you moved to St. Augustine, Florida for a little while. And then you realized that being back home was where you belonged. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, you know, be willing to accept that as well, that you might try something different and it might not work out and you might end up right back where you started from, but at least you got out and tried it. And that's why, that's what I've always told you about your two moves is mm -hmm. if you hadn't done that, if you hadn't moved to other places, you would have spent the rest of your life wondering what would life be like living somewhere else? And yeah, now, you know, because you've yeah. done it. Yeah. So I hope, I hope if you're listening today and you're co contemplating a move or changing your career style or just trying something as simple as growing tomatoes or yoga yeah. or something you don't think you're capable of. Um, or raising chickens and cows. Yeah, yeah. Just, just take the steps. And if the big picture is daunting and it's holding you back and making you freeze, just focus in on the small, like, you know, switch the lens a little bit just think about the thing right in front of you. The big picture is something that I always just try to put in the back of my brain so so that I don't ignore it and, and you know, I'm, I'm planning for it. But if it starts to make me freeze, if it's, it's literally paralyzing me from taking the next steps, that's when you need to just kind of switch your, switch your thinking to the small steps. And yeah. the big picture will come into place because... Um, yeah. you know, it's, it's in God's hands and he has a plan. It so is. It is. So, so yeah, it. the message is don't be afraid to reinvent yourself in business or in your personal life. Yes. That's, that's our point. All right. Before we go, make sure you check out mightsoundwild.co. If you're a photographer who, uh, lives near one of the areas where we do business, fill out the application, become a photographer for us and make sure you check out the shop. we got lots of great stuff, uh, on there and, uh, 
who knows, might be adding some more stuff soon. Mm -hmm. And join us again next Wednesday for another Might Sound Wild podcast.